welcome to Bounce with Zanella Morrison, the podcast that has conversations with extraordinary, ordinary people. So, Dikeledi, thank you. I have been looking forward to this. How long have we waited for this? My gosh, you know, I have to build patience and patience into my life. I have to build patience into my life. We've waited probably like a month. More, more. Yeah. Oh, so we met on LinkedIn. Yes. That fateful morning mm-hmm. when you woke up very early, wee hours of the morning, and you thought you were having a moment. And you're going to capture this moment on LinkedIn. Um, so I didn't know much about you. Um, and I think we, we, we'll unravel and unpack who you are as we go along. But I do know that you made a choice about eight years ago to leave corporate. And you were quite happy. You had a mm-hmm. great job. But then you had a vision and you had a dream. And you decided to step out into the world and build something that for you fulfilled your purpose mm-hmm. and your intent. So, so speak to me about what led you to the point where you you decided so i'm gonna go way back mm-hmm. what led you to decide to go do dikeledi's vision and dream for herself in this world okay thank you thank you so much for the invite uh what led me to that decision i think it was a burning desire um that had always been there and that the time had come that i jumped and i I went for it, but, but I always say, I think more than anything, it was the fact that I felt my dreams and aspirations were way bigger than what I could achieve within the organization that I was working in. Um, so I had to look for way to achieve that. And the only way was to go out and, and, and do it on my own and try it on my own. And that was that. Uh, and that was also coupled with the fact that I think at the time in the company that I was working with, the organization that I was with, I was in a position that just made it feel right. I got a, a post that sort of connected the dots of what I wanted to do. The the job I did there, I loved it so much that I wanted to do it outside without the closed box of working within, you know, that processes and rules in the environment. Yes, mm. exactly. And oftentimes we, we have pockets of our work. And this is what I love about what organizations give you. You you get pockets of work that are just so fulfilling. But then you've got to balance it with the fact that there's a whole lot of other stuff that you have to do that you don't really want to do, that doesn't really lend itself to, to mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. But it gives you the gift of these learning moments, mm-hmm. right? That mm-hmm. is just like you think, I could do this all the time. Mm. And I want to do, I want to do this and I want to just grow, grow in doing this. So then, so then what happened? So then you just, you resigned, you know, what was your journey and what was your process to, to going down this path? Because the intent of this podcast is, is going to be to share crossroads mm-hmm. decisions and, and how we get to that point where we, we, we choose a particular road or route. So, so, so what made you go down this route? So. I think also somehow our backgrounds prepares us. Sometimes unaware. I, I was unaware that my growing up was preparing me for my today until the moment came and I decided and it, it sort of made sense and fell into place. And why, why I say my background prepared me is that I come from a home where both parents were 
business owners and and I always say they were informal business owners because back in the days we were never called entrepreneurs I mean the word entrepreneur we're learning it today Listen, you, it was even illegal <laughs> my dad my dad ran his own business out of his boot it was so illegal if you got caught he would have been arrested exactly he used to sell suits out of his boot <laughs> very see. illegal back in the day exactly and and West me it was in the village so it was never seen as as a matter of fact I don't even think they were called businesses I don't know what they were called but um, it was a way of living. So my parents had a couple of that. We we had tuck shop, uh, eventually became a supermarket. And then uh, we sold alcohol, Itaven, Sporto. And then we had, um, we were manufacturing bricks, selling uh, river sand, building sand. Um, so, so many things, um, vegetables. Uh, my father was also a taxi owner. He was also a cattle farmer. So I grew up in a space of businesses. I, I, I grew up in that. So are entrepreneurs made or born? <laughs> Don't need to answer that. Okay, so I'm loving this because it makes me feel like I'm on track. I didn't know this about you. So I'm discovering it also as we go along. And, and this is why I wanted to, to have these conversations Mm. because I wanted to and I think it's revealing itself our backgrounds Mm. are so key to building the foundation of who we become later on but also you can now choose to do the same for your kids or not exactly so so it was in you you had no fear to do this yes I I could say that although at the time I didn't know and and what also pushed me uh, the year that I I jumped and, and left corporate was two things. I also have a husband that is very entrepreneurial. Um, he has never been employed by any organization. Um, so he has always been self-employed and he never understood why I was working for organizations. All, all our, all the time that I've known him, he always said, I don't know why you're wasting your brains in that environment. Mm. I don't know why you're wasting your time. Um, I remember when I got my first job at FNB, I, I think it was within the first few months of working. And then he says to me, uh, let me open a telephone booth for you. Um, it was that time that telephone booth were the in thing and then you'd have a container and a small public phone and then people would come and phone 50 mm, cents mm, to phone. Mm. And then he offered to open that for me. I mean, Zanella, at the time, I had just gotten myself a permanent job at F&B, getting to West Diletos, pencils. I mean, and then here he is telling me to give all that up. A girl from the rural villages you working in a bank that? in Jobek. And you can tell them back uh, in the village I that mean, you work for F&B. Uh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> and I must leave that and go sit in a telephone booth for 50 cents. It just did not make sense. But but to you, to him, you didn't make sense either. <laughs> exactly. So at the time I said to him, no, babe, uh, business, not everyone is business minded. I remember those were my exit words. Oh, I wish you remember. Not everyone is business minded. And he left me. He He never pushed me. But when the time came Mm. and when I was ready, I was able to say, I'm now ready to jump. Um, And I wanted more. I think more than anything, I wanted more. Mm. And now I knew what I was going to do. Yes. Um, I also had a friend that we were very good friends at at work. We were colleagues and we both had gotten into each other's head and we were like, we are doing this. So we together registered a company and together resigned on the same day. So so I had a partner like, you know, to push me that. Let's do it. Let's do it. She's back in corporate. Right. And then let's go. 
she's back in corporate. No, she's not. I was just she's not. She she's still running her own thing also. Nice. So so okay. Sorry, I a little bit here and there. I'll be funny for no good reason. I'm so sorry. I must apologize. But um. So, so for me, that's what I think is the value of life. It's Mm. not about whether you're in or whether you're out. It's about your journey. Mm. And you learn so much and you got exposure to so much. I, I could pay companies for what Mm. I learned in their environments and what have you. Mm. So there's no one or the other. Mm. I think you really did and had to. Go do that because it's, it's an amazing experience as well. I mean, working Definitely. in the financial services space, I've loved working in the banks mm-hmm. uh, because they're great training ground. It they're is. absolutely great, great training ground. And, and yes, you can live out your career in mm-hmm. there, but sometimes you then get inspired and you say, you know what, here's something that I wanted to do. So, so do you feel that you prepared enough considering now what you know now? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there can ever be enough. Okay. I don't, I don't think there can ever be enough. I, I mean, it's been eight years now. Wow. Um, and I still, I've learned a lot and I've had to unlearn also a lot. And, and I believe there's still more for me, uh, to learn and, and I learn, you know, like, like someone just said now, we evolve, mm-hmm. uh, we grow with time. We, we see different things and we reason differently, you know, as you, you get exposed, uh, you see better, you know, better and then you do better. Mm-hmm. So, so for me, it, it can never be enough and it can never be that's it. Mm-hmm. So I'm always open to, to learning. I'm always open to doing things differently and, and doing things a new way. So that's where I am. Process is absolutely necessary. It's important. It, it prepares us. Um, and, and it sets the ground, uh, for us, you know, um, and it's important that we go through it because it's in that, that we, we stand a chance to discover mm-hmm. ourselves and, and to discover this path and discover this thing that you're trying to build. I mean, in, in the eight years that I have started, I can't tell you how many times I've tweaked and twisted my profile and my business and my offerings and this and that. You know, at, at one point you think, I got it. This is it. This is it. Yeah. You know, and then you go out and then you meet Abu Zanel, you know, and then she's doing this and, and then you, and you're like, no, 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 no. He's like, I'm, I'm not on the right track, you know, and then you go back to the drawing board. But the most important thing in that is that you've got to remain authentic self. Mm-hmm. You, you've got to always know what you want and what what makes it you mm-hmm. and keep to that important to learn important to remain relevant mm-hmm. important to be informed by obviously looking at other people mm-hmm. by research by going out there by exposing yourself but come back and inform your own journey mm-hmm. your own way that that's that's what i find you, you know for me i have found and I, i'm i'm not <clears throat> there yet there's so many dualities out there mm-hmm. and I want to normalize I want to create access to the voice of Abu Dhabi and everybody you know it doesn't matter who you are we have to start bringing to the fore the kinds of people that are offering services mm-hmm. and that are doing things and and there's one thing that has made you get to where you are which is your upbringing and 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 really your exposure to, to the courage that, that has led you to go in this direction. At the same time, it's also ha- helped you. You've also had to have certain values mm-hmm. that have enabled you to do this. 
right? And you have had to taste those values, not just live them. You've had to yes. taste them, you know, because people say, these are my values. Mm. You don't know your value until you taste your value. That's exactly. what I want to say. Until it's in your mouth and you can, it has a flavor. <laughs> Right. I mean, so so what are the values that you've had to have that 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 uh, that have pulled you through that you know this is why I'm on this because these are my values. Um, you know, in the entrepreneurial gene, oh my God, we get tested. You get tested a lot, um, and I think um, I'm I'm a Christian. I I have found myself in a place where my faith has been tested also. Um, you find yourself in a place where you, you having to choose, you know, between, um, this, this thing that you want, uh, the income, you know, um, you get, I actually wrote a book, um, it's, it's a planner actually. And in that, I share a story, uh, that I called, um, the danger of being desperate. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and this is what this journey had un, unraveled for me and, and came out. You know, when, when you start, you think you got all that. I mean, you look at your profile and, and you listening to yourself speak and you, and you're like, uh, I got this, you know, I got this. And, and, and there's no way anyone can turn this down, <laughs> girl. <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks later, nothing. Ooh. Three weeks later, nothing. Mm. And, but the meeting was good. The meeting went so well. My dear, so promising. Um, we'll get back to you. We loved you with this, with that. Emails, no replies. Calls, missed calls, no return of calls, no everything. Uh, tried two years later, nothing. Oh my God. Two years later, um, when, when, when your fridge begins to tell a story, um, when, when your bank accounts suddenly have holes, um, oh. when you start awaiting talks with your husband that when he comes to bed you, you pretend to be asleep because uh, it's two years uh, later you know, two years two have got 24 years. months yeah. hey? yes with, Gosh, and when I say nothing months. I mean nothing zero, a lot of months like zero um, but with the runnings with the meetings with the up and down with the and how do you keep the energy mm. how do you keep pushing how do you keep the belief with all that when when every door you knock on remains closed when you hit wall after wall how do you keep going and then here you are two years later so values gets tested but with me being a performance coach one one of the things that when i speak to my clients and <clears throat> employees or even entrepreneurs themselves i'm like values um have to be aligned to your culture there has to be a culture and value alignment. What you say you stand for is what you should display. It shouldn't be what I read on your corridors or what I read on your website, but it should be what I experience when I'm sitting with you across mm-hmm. the table. Then you know you're living your values. That's what values are. And yes, I have been tested. And I'll, I'll share a quick example that happened actually of recent. Um, I've had too many tests. Um, the danger of a desperate story is another test, but I'll share the recent one where I designed a product with a certain lady. Loved it. We gelled. We got along. We worked on it and everything. Um, but came to a point actually early January that I felt I was 
disrespected um, in the tone um, in and in such a way that I could not overlook it. But also important when I say there has to be alignment is that my decision had an implication, a consequence of me losing that watch I that which I need most, mm. which is income. Um, being an entrepreneur, COVID has shown us flames. <laughs> uh, businesses have gone down. Yeah, um, no, it stopped. Yeah. Like, okay, like we're over it now. All right. Yeah, we're over it yeah, now. We're over it's it. Gone. Okay. It's like, over. like, let's move on. We, we, we used to it. Um, lifestyle change downgrade. I don't think it's a downgrade anymore. It's, it's, yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> the bottom of the barrel. We are, we are there. All right. But I'm trying to show you how much mm. I needed this income that this business deal was bringing for me. I had put in the work. I had put in the hours. Mm. I had put in the strength, the, the intellect into it. But that night I found myself having to decide whether I continue mm. or I discontinue and lose all that money in as much as I needed it. And when I say I needed it, I meant my children at the time were at home, not at school, because we could not pay school fees. Mm. So it was absolutely necessary that I got the money. But I felt disrespected in such a way that I needed to respect myself and show that I make money, money doesn't make me. Mm. And I picked up a call and I said, I pull out mm. because I will not be in a space where I feel underrated and disrespected in that manner. Mm. Mm. Um, and for me, that those are values. Mm. That's when you stand up and have a taste, like you said, mm. of those values. Mm. Um, despite the consequences. And that was it. If you are able to find yourself in that position, then I say, girl, you got it. Mm. Um, you've got to get to a point where you are in charge and in control and not be controlled by your situation. Um, and, and that's that. And, and that's what I cover in my danger, the danger of being desperate that, mm. uh, when we desperate, we, we tend to think with the head of the need at the time. Mm. We tend to focus on that immediate pressing need, um, and the relief it could come with and forget or rather let yourself and who you are take a stand back. Um, because there's this need that's pressuring you. And that is the danger of being desperate that you, you, you hear warning bells and you, you switch them off. Um, because the need is that big. Mm. Uh, but if, if, if you are really focused, uh, and believing so much in your values, you should be able to elevate yourself. Um, beyond that. And those sure. were the lessons that I learned. And, and I'm not here trying to paint myself clean. January, I was able to take that decision because I had been bent. Mm -hmm. Many times what I before. Mean. I had been, I got my fingers bent. Mm -hmm. So that's why I was able to like, oh, 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 oh here you are again. No, 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 no not this time. Yeah, I know you now. I know, I you, know now. you now. You know, yes. but listening to you, I, I promise you, it got me so emotional. <laughs> um, 
because I think that your story is the story of so many entrepreneurs, right? And, and I think we're going to hear more of that, mm-hmm. um, of, of really the true experience of going out there and being an entrepreneur. And it seems to come with so much authenticity mm-hmm. as well. I mean, you're just walking that pure old journey and you've done it now for eight years and you woke up that morning and you wrote that post that caught mm-hmm. my eye. You're the first person I've met by, yes. by the way, physically after meeting them on LinkedIn. I've never done that before. So listen, I'm also stepping into new territory, but you wrote that letter mm. and it moved so many people on mm. LinkedIn. It moved. So we've got to go back and tell them, right? So it <sighs> moved so many people because you woke up and you wanted to give up that morning. You thought I've done this. I've mm-hmm. learned so many lessons. Yes, I've done good things. But I'm ready to give up now. Mm. Okay, Dikeliri, so why don't we link up this conversation in our next recording. Um, stay tuned. Dikeliri goes into that fateful morning where she woke up and she thought, this is it. She's not doing this anymore. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts.